And every Wednesday, we get the pleasure of talking to Al McCoy, the legendary Hall of Fame voice of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, the pleasure is increased, I think, Al, when it's the day after a Suns win over the Los Angeles Lakers. Do you agree? Well, I guess we could say that. Uh, it's always a special night, I think, when the Lakers are in town. And uh, I guess it was last night because it ended up with a win. You're right. All right. So what does the league have to do about Pat Beverly, Al? Well, they better do something and they better make it severe. If they don't, it's going to be a joke uh, because this is his whole career. Uh, he sneaks up on people, gets them from behind so they're, they can't see him, and then hits them in the back or knocks them over when they can't see him. And that's how players get hurt. And uh, that's his whole game. Uh, you know, we don't, we don't need to go back. We know what he did to CP3 in the oh, yeah. playoffs when he was a Clipper. And last night was as blatant as you could find. And, you know, we haven't uh, heard that much about it, but, you know, it turned into being a four-point play for the Lakers. And if the Suns had not responded and the Lakers had gotten a win, you would hear Patrick Beverly saying, well, I'm the one that prompted the victory. Look what I did for my team. So the the league better respond. That's all I can say. Yeah, on the way that that was officiated, it, it checks out the way that the, the penalties were handed out, but the fact that it was a flagrant foul for, uh, for, for Devin Booker led to the two free throws and the ball because the technical fouls canceled out. I don't know how a situation like that, to, to, to your question, Al, how Patrick Beverly's behavior uh, turned out to be, uh, you know, a, a big possession in what was still a close game with about four minutes to go. That didn't make any sense to me. Well, you're absolutely right, and I think we're all just waiting to see how the league is going to respond. Uh, we won't talk about free throws. I mean, we even play a, a team that, that the Lakers are struggling and still can't get to the free throw line. So I've, I've given up on trying to figure that out. But it, it is going to be interesting, and I know you were talking earlier about the, the Suns being considered soft, and uh, that's true. Unfortunately, uh, they are considered soft, and I think teams do take advantage of that, and that's why the opposition gets to the free throw line and the Suns don't. You're absolutely uh, they right. Have that reputation of just being soft. You're absolutely right. And if the league isn't going to stand up and get this stuff out of the game, then then they've got to stand up for themselves at some point or bring in somebody who will and and just play that game because because justice is not being served otherwise. All right. All well, right. You I'm sorry, you go, go back, you know, just a couple of weeks ago when we were talking, Vic, and, and I was a little more upset then. Uh, but I mentioned at the time, you may recall a couple of weeks ago, the Suns are going to have to get physical. I'm talking mm-hmm. about grab and hold and flop and, and because they can't get calls, they can't get to the line. The opposition does that and they get the free throw yep. advantage. So, uh, you know, we'll see how Bad it all deal. plays out. Uh, the good news was that I give the Suns a lot of credit because the way the Lakers had to play to stay in the game, the Suns were able to respond. And obviously we know A.D. Davis is a great player. And what he did for the Lakers last night was fantastic. He is super when he's healthy. No argument there. But I give the Suns a lot of credit because with all of the things the Lakers were able to do and get away with, 
the Sun still responded and got the win, and that was impressive. Yeah, to me, Alan, we're talking with uh, the legendary play-by-play voice of the Suns, Al McCoy, as we do every Wednesday. Uh, one of the play, one of the players I thought that really asserted himself late was DeAndre Ayton, who's received some criticism lately for not having, you know, a, a big impact on the games physically or statistically with the rebounding. But he had a couple of big baskets uh, late. I thought he was pretty demonstrative uh, with, with Anthony Davis. They were going back and forth, and I think that led to the frustration from the Lakers, but I really loved what I saw from DeAndre Ayton late last night. Would you agree? Yeah, he had, he had a nice game. And, you know, I'm a DA uh, fan, and I feel he's a contributor almost every game, but he certainly was on, on top last night. Now, something we have to mention is a young man named Washington yes, yeah. who uh, has come in uh, with Shamit out and uh, with, with Payne not having a big game and coming in and just really taking control. And I think we're realizing what the sons have in Washington. Um, We know he was a great college player at Ohio State. We know that Indiana didn't want to give him up, but they did in that fiasco over trying to get the DA. And uh, he certainly has shown that he's going to be a contributor, I think. I'm uh, I'm extremely enthused by the competitive spirit of this team that is continuing to execute, for the most part, at a high level, without Cam Johnson, without Chris Paul, without even Jay Crowder, or whatever that's going to be. Uh, get, update us on your feelings on the bench, the Jock Landale, the Damian Lees of the world. Well, uh, I don't think there's any question about it, that the, the, uh, the second unit, uh, the vent, so to speak, has really come in and been factors in these games. And probably it's going to mean uh, some very difficult decisions for Coach Monty uh, because uh, when Shaman comes back and these other players start coming back, uh, who's going to get playing time? Because he's gotten a, a big plus from just about everybody that he has used. Uh, uh, he's used Biombo extensively and Washington coming in. You mentioned Lee. And they've all been contributors, no question about it. And one other guy I wanted to point out before we uh, wrap up this week's uh, discussion, Al, was uh, Torrey Craig has been pressed into extended minutes in the starting lineup with the injury to Cam Johnson. I think Torrey has been fantastic, whether it's hitting threes, he's got a propensity to get tough offensive rebounds that you don't expect him to get. I think he's really uh, gone above and beyond what was expected of him. To, uh, well, uh, his big plus is he's so consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't uh, stand out where everybody's saying, oh my God, look what Torrey's doing. He just does it every play. He's so consistent defense. Defensively, if he gets an open look from three-point range, he takes it, and he does a good job hitting them. He's a very consistent player, and he has shown it, I think, uh, extra special when he's uh, gotten this opportunity now to be in the starting lineup. All right, Al, you know we're all very thankful to have you as Voice of the Suns. How do you spend Thanksgiving? How do you roll on Thanksgiving, Al? <laughs> well, it's just another day in paradise, guys. <laughs> uh, but I, I enjoy it like everybody else with my family, and I hope that all of you and your listeners have a very, very special day. And look who's coming in this weekend. Uh, Detroit and Utah, Friday and Saturday. So more fun at the ballpark. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Al. Great to talk to you. We'll do it again next week.